Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and then self-care motivational tip to keep your week going. So my marketing tip of the week is going to be the importance about educating your audience. Um, It really builds the like and trust factor. And I feel like if you really think about – I know people are always skeptical about giving free advice, but free advice brings people in because they try it out, they see that it works for themselves, and then they follow you more. And then eventually the goal is is that they don't want to do it themselves so they know who to reach out to when it comes to outsourcing what they don't enjoy to do. So I think really letting go of the thought process of like giving away free information, it's okay to do that. It always pays forward. So yeah, that's that's my marketing tip and advice for the week. My self-care tip of advice for the week is if you are not listening to Decoding Success podcast with Matt Lebray, it absolutely needs to be on your horizon. Um, Matt has formerly worked with Damon from Shark Tank. He's hosting the Top 1% Globally Ranked Podcast. And their show is focused on disrupting society's definition of success to shine light on the importance of defining success for ourselves when navigating the landscape of connecting to our true essence in the process. They make their listeners finish every episode feeling seen, a part of a community, and ready to get after it. Now, what I love about that so much is it really speaks to everything that I believe in. I feel like everybody that comes on my show is an entrepreneur with a success mindset. As my guest that I'm going to bring on shortly talks about it, it's called we call each other dream chasers. Um, we support one another. We build community and bring business in the long haul. So um, if you're not listening to Decoding Success with Matt Lebray, definitely check it out. He is on multiple different platforms, all the main ones, including Apple to Google to iHeartRadio to Spotify, Amazon, all the things in between. Definitely check it out. You won't regret it. And I can't wait to hear your feedback on it. Um, So now I'm really excited to talk about my amazing guest today. So if you don't know Lauren Martin, you absolutely need to. She is such a multifaceted, talented woman from fitness to nutrition to writing. She is doing all the things and we really deep dive into all of it today. And I can't wait for you to learn from her amazing brain, digest it all and really put it to work um, because she is doing such amazing, inspiring things. And I can't wait for you to see where she goes. So stay tuned for the amazing Lauren Martin. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Lauren Martin, who is the founder of Lauren Martin Fit. She is also a fitness trainer and health coach. She helps people find their fire through strength, conditioning, and nutrition so that they can build inner strength and confidence to better their life in every aspect. Hi, Lauren. How are you today? Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you and I can't wait for my audience to meet you because you are such a rock star. So tell us a little bit about how you fall into this wellness industry. 
So I have been in the wellness industry since 2001. I actually went to college for exercise physiology back in, you know, 1997, and I've been doing it ever since. I was a division one athlete, fell in love with sports and fitness, been doing it my whole life. So I couldn't imagine graduating college and doing anything different. So I started my career you know, just helping people get more fit and healthy. Um, and I've been doing that ever since and evolving um, my career and goals since then. Amazing. And so when did you start your own business? So I actually started, I did personal training, home training and nutrition coaching for about 10 years when I lived in California. So I owned my own business then. Um, and then I was a part owner of a big gym down in Boston for a couple of years. And then also ran various fitness um, gyms throughout Boston and Metro West for my career. But this current business, I started two years ago, right when the pandemic started, it kind of launched me into doing this. And I also had a two-week-old baby. So that um, was a very exciting, <laughs> crazy everything time. At once. Everything at once, right? That's yeah, how. everything at once. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's the fuel and the fire. That's like finding your fire. That's what you do for people. I think it's amazing. Yeah. That was kind of like where I came up with this, you know, tagline for my business because I really was able to like take a step back with the pandemic and being on maternity leave and like really dive into what I wanted to do. And I got to find my fire and now I want to help others find theirs too. So awesome. So I would love for you to elaborate more on like, because in your industry got shot when COVID hit, like there are people were not doing in-person workouts. They were not doing any of that. And then you launched this awesome app and you told me you had like 150 people on, right. Initially when you first like were setting up and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was, um, kind of funny. So I was on maternity leave and obviously the world shut down and I thought I was like hallucinating to be honest, cause I had a newborn and I was watching this happen and I had had a big following, um, at my previous gym, I ran a big strength and conditioning program and then the gym prior to that. So I had a big network of people that I had trained. And then when the world shut down, um, I had a few people, few 10, 20, 30 start texting me, um, and just being like, Hey, can you send me a workout? Can you send me a workout. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Ah, oh, how am I going to do this? I was like, I got a bunch of emails. I put like a quick post on Facebook and said, if anybody wants to be a part of this email me. Um, and I started, I think it was like April 1st, I want to say, uh, 2020. Yep. April 1st. And I just kind of emailed a workout out every single day. But the first day I had about 160 people reach out. So people just kind of like, donated, uh, you know, $50 to me for each person. And I was like, wow, there's a need. And so, um, from there I was like, Whoa, I gotta like, I can't be emailing workouts. Mm -hmm. So I, um, you know, YouTube, how to make a website and an app really quick in the middle of the night with my baby. And I started it and it's been a little, it was a little clunky there at the beginning because technology is not my jam, but I made it out to the other side and it's thriving and I'm doing one-on-ones and home training and online nutrition coaching, um, in-person boot camps, like all, all of it and some other, you know, you know, I'm sure we'll get into it, but other things that I have going on too. Sure. So impressive. Like, cause I feel like the pandemic just like forced people to like, like you have to go virtual. Like this is your option if you want to make money, right? Like that was so important. So I want to talk to you about like your offers and like your mindset. Cause like basically your thought process is people need to ha- change their mindset their nutrition and their fitness. It's not just one of those pieces. And that I love that about you. So can you talk about how each one kind of helps the overall change in somebody? And mm-hmm. it's not just one piece of the puzzle. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we all kind of know, like you want to exercise to feel better, right? I mean, that's pretty universal, like exercising and a combination of, you know, cardiovascular training and strength training. Um, you know, if you just Google fitness, that's pretty much what you'll get. So everybody kind of knows that to feel good, you want to exercise or to be healthier, um, you want to exercise. And then we kind of all know too, that, um, you know, you got to eat healthy and, you know, we all struggle with that quite a bit, I think as well. That's the heart. I think that's a little bit more challenging. And then the, the piece that, um, is like exciting to me is that I've been an athlete my whole life. So I always did the fitness thing and I didn't really think too much about nutrition because I was always an athlete. So you just kind of could eat whatever you wanted, but I didn't really have the mental component piece. Um, I never had really thought about it. Um, and by mental component, I mean, changing your mindset to think on the positive side consistently. Um, what are you able to do? What can you do? What are you lucky enough to be able to do? Um, like, you know, you're having a bad day. Like, how do you change that around? Or how do you find time when you're, you're busy? Because you get to find time to take care of yourself. And teaching people how to motivate themselves, not only physically, but teaching them that like they get to choose how to eat and feel better. You get to make healthy decisions. We're, we're lucky. We get to choose for the most part. Most of us can take care of our health and feeling like I'm not restricting things or, Oh, I have to exercise again. Or, Oh, I have to eat broccoli again. It's like, no, like that's fueling you to feel good. And once you start flipping that mindset and practicing it over and over, you realize like, man, I can do anything I want to do. And I can also help other people do it. Um, and not just me, people in my group help each other to feel better and positivity feeds on positivity feeds on positivity. I call those like the, the dream chasers. And then you want to kind of get away from those like dream squashers because it's way better on the positive side. For sure. I love like your whole philosophy, your analogies. I want to bring up like a few analogies because I know you, but I just feel like you always have like great pointers. So like, obviously today in your content, we talked about batch cooking, right? Which I thought was so brilliant because we discussed prior how like people can take out food, right? They can take out food, they can go pick it up and it'll take just as much time to cook a meal for a couple of days. Like, can you elaborate more on that? I thought that was a great thought process. Yeah, I think nutrition gets tricky because we are all, a lot of us are very, very busy. We have families, friends, work, all these things. And so the thought of meal prepping is like, oh gosh, one more thing that I have to add to my plate. But if you actually take a step back and say, okay, I can make, you know, let's just say four things like a batch cooking, like a big crock pot full of food, a big frittata for a breakfast, um, get some protein powder to make shakes and smoothies. And you actually plan out your meal. It could take you maybe like, let's say on the, the high end, an hour and a half, and then you have like 15 to 20 meals for the whole week or an hour and a half. Let's just like break it down. Call the Google, the pizza place, you know, find out where call, be on hold for 20 minutes. You want delivery, do a pickup. What kind does everybody want? You drive to the place or get delivered, take out the paper plate, put all the stuff around. And all of a sudden you're at an hour and a half and you've consumed about like, thousands and thousands of disgusting calories into your body. But the other thing is, is like, I mean, we all are hitting the inflation, right, man? Like you're going to spend a hundred dollars for a family of five to go out to eat, or you can spend a hundred dollars and make 20 meals. So that's another pain point. I know for us, I'm like, Ooh, like if you can batch cook, not only do you save time, your health is better. You know, what's going into your body. You have more energy. So you have more time and 
you're like not spending as much money. So it's like win, 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 win. Um, <laughs> no, so. It's so accurate. Like I had never thought about that in retrospect. I was like, what a good analogy. Like it's completely true. And then also too, it's only one meal, right? Like that's the thing. Yeah. And like this morning, it's funny. I was thinking about the batch cooking and um, everybody has to make lunches for their kids or I do. And I hate it. It's like my least favorite mom thing to do. Packing the lunches, putting the containers, nut-free, sunflower-free, this, 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 this. I hate it. So while I'm doing that, I hard-boiled 12 eggs and I made a crock pot. And so like now I have like all this stuff, but I'm already doing 20 minutes of making lunches. So I might as well do two things at once. And now I have meals for a few days. So, right. you did, but it takes practice. It, it, it really does. I mean, right. I, didn't I, don't think, I don't think that could be something people could do overnight. Although any, anything's possible. I do think for the average person, like I, it's very impressive. It, it really takes practice. And I've been working hard at it for a lot of years, but now that I'm like good at it, I'm like, Oh, look at me. Check, 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 check. Doing it. <laughs> I think another really cool thing about you too is the really quick recipes. I am loving like the quick buffalo chicken, the quick fajitas. Like I think people love that about you. Like get it done. Like that's definitely your thing. Like so how did you learn these skill sets of like doing this quickly and like getting it done? I mean, I think I've always been a little quick, you know, like a, a very get it done person. So For sure. But I kind of, I'm not a pro cook. Let's, let's be honest. Like you're not getting five-star at my house, but you're getting quick and easy. Um, so I've like, you know, I figured out a few ways to really find quick and easy things that most people like. Um, and then when I feel like going out to eat or you want to get something that you really, really like, then you can enjoy it because first you have the money, uh, then you have the time and you can actually enjoy that. So the, the day-to-day cooking, um, you know, you just got to get good at it. It's like everything else it takes practice, practice, practice. For sure. Good stuff. Now let's talk about fitness. So like, what is obviously like to create abs, which we had talked about too, like (laughs) not just about the workout, right? So can we elaborate more on like, it's all about all the pieces that help you create that long-term goal? Yeah. I think fitness, that's a funny thing because there's so many different options for fitness, right? And coming from a very competitive background, like I've done very extreme competitions. You know, I I was a competitive CrossFit athlete, competitive swimmer, D1. Um, I've really pushed one thing, right? So in college, like it was just swimming and then it was just CrossFit. But what I found is when you add in kind of a full program of strength training, cardiovascular training. And then with your cardio, making sure you switch it up, like between like some, you know, inclines and hit and intervals and longer and shorter, and then mobility with some yoga. And you combine all of those together and your nutrition and your mindset, you're going to feel and look the way that you want to. Um, you asked about abs, right? People are like, what can I do to get the abs? And it's like, you can't just do 50 crunches a day and have a six pack. Like it, I mean, I wish it was that easy. I mean, if I, I wish I could just do that too, but really it's like this combination of all of these small things is what adds up to having your ab muscles. The other thing is, you know, it's a misconception that if you do crunches, you get abs. Actually, if you do more multi-joint exercises where you engage your core while you're doing strength training, you're actually going to have more core strength. So think like multi-joint is like deadlifting, squatting to pressing, um, learning more complex movements, I guess. 
I love that. And another, I'm like pulling all of Lauren's nuggets for this episode, but I love <laughs> how you always say like, cause people that do stagnant workouts where they're just riding the bicycle for 60 minutes and not like taking breaks and not doing like so many reps in a period of time, I think really adds a lot of value and long-term goals. Right. Because I was so one of those people like that would just run on the treadmill or walk on the treadmill for 60 minutes. And that would be my only thing. Right. Like you talk about the importance of changing it up. Like you were saying, like, why is that so important? Yeah. So your body um, adapts to a stimulus, right? So like, if you always just walk on the treadmill for 60 minutes, I mean, it's great exercise, right? It's great for your heart. It's great for your body. It's great for your mind. However, is it going to change your body composition? Probably not. So you have to integrate interval training, um, which is like, think, fast rest, fast rest, um, hill or incline type training or resistance training. Think like when you're in the pool, that's resistance or on a bike, having it harder or shorter hill training, but there is a place for these longer cardiovascular workouts as well. They just need to to be integrated into a program that hits kind of all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the same thing for strength training, people come in, they're like, Oh, I did 15 reps, same weight. I did the same workout over and over and over for three years you're not going to keep seeing the results. So you need to change out the, not only the time of the workout, the intensity of the workout, which just means faster or heavier. Um, you have to, uh, increase when I say the intensity, the load and the time domain, which is like, is it shorter or faster? And then your output. So like, do you do like rest hard and then rest hard, then rest, and then your form. So if your form is lacking, you're also your output or your results are going to be lacking as well. So you have to put the time into um, all of those things in order to see the results that you want and being impatient and human nature. We don't want to do that, right. but if you do it. You're going to have the results faster. So then it like, you're not going to, that impatient thing is going to go away because you get your results. For so. sure. So like on average, like, cause every person's different, but if they do this combo, like on average, when do people actually start seeing results? Yeah. So <laughs> the, the big question is, <laughs> are they actually doing it? Right? right. So there's people that like sign up for things and they're like, I'm not seeing results. And I'm like, well, you're not doing the work, but the people that I see that start my program and follow it, and they can be the most out of shape person starting and they follow along to their best ability. So say you were working out Jackie for the first time after your kids, your workouts, can, we might do the same workout, but your workout's going to look different than my workout. I might be doing in a minute, like 50 squats with a hundred pounds. And you might be doing five squats with five pounds. However, we're both sweating and dying at the same exact rate because our fitness levels are different. So our power output is still the same. So if you follow it and you keep progressing and you integrate all these things we just talked about, most people on average in three to six months completely transform, um, that I have seen. And obviously there's like, you know, those medical things, like some people have like things that are going on that I can't, I can't for um, sure. But when I see the transformations, the ones that I post, most of these people who follow it three months, it's a significant change. Six months, it's like life changing. And then in a year, not only is their body changed, their nutrition changed, but then their mindset. Mm -hmm. So it's like this, like transformative year if they actually follow along. I love it. So for people that are listening for the first time to you, which I think many people are like, who is an ideal client that would take your, that would take the, be a part of the app and sign up for like working with you? Do you have like multiple types of ideal clients? Like what does that look like? 
I mean, honestly, really anyone who is willing to, um, has that has the mindset that they want to change, they want to learn, they want to be trying something different because something's not working for them. So it's really about the willingness to want to do it and keep progressing. Um, so really anyone, obviously some people who have like really severe, um, like injuries or need a lot of ton of modifications for various things should be seeing a, you know, a physical therapist and things like that. But most people who are generally healthy and most people have injuries. So anybody who has injuries can still do it. I give modifications. I have injuries as well. I think anyone who's over the age of 15 has an injury somewhere in their body or maybe even before that, but, um, really it's the most the general population who wants to get fit and healthy and learn how to eat and feel their best. It's a perfect program for them. As long as they're willing to, you know, break down their belief system and be like, all right, this is not working for me. I'm willing to try this and actually put the effort in. For sure. Now, obviously with summertime, like what are trends you're seeing regarding nutrition and fitness? Are there specific things that kind of come up more around this time? A lot of people want the quick fix, right? So a lot of people ask me a lot of times, like, what about keto? What are some of the other uh, trending diets um, out there? You know, the, the the big ones, I can't even think it off the top of my head, but I'm not good um, with it there, so. what? I'm not great with that stuff either. It's it's just yeah, but like the model, right, like it's it's the, done. Oh, or like get rid of the carbs altogether, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna run a marathon next week, or I'm gonna do 75 minutes of cardio every single day until I my feet fall off, basically, because um, they want to get in shape quickly. And uh, unfortunately, the newsflash of all this is that this is oh gosh, people hate when I say this, but I say it all the time. Consistency over a long period of time is what yields results. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, can some of these diets or fad diets work in the short term? Yes. Um, Can some of these extreme things work in the short term? Yes, but they're not great for your body. They're not great for your metabolism. They're definitely not good for your mindset for sure. It's like, woo, crazy. And then I think just learning how to live a healthier lifestyle long-term with a combination of strength training, nutrition, cardiovascular training, and mindset change is what's going to completely transform your life for a long period of time. And you've been working at this your whole life. And so, wait, so another transformative thing personally for you, which I thought was amazing from like your shoot was that your outfits still fit you from when you were 20 and you like feel better at you where you are now, right? Like that was yeah. like, amazing, like from 20 years ago. Yeah. And I think, um, that's like the misconception too. Like, I mean, I think our, our whole life is a growth. Um, you want to keep growing. Right. And when I was younger, I didn't have, I think I told you the nutrition piece. I didn't have, I always had the fitness piece, but I actually really didn't have the fitness piece either because I was just doing one sport and it wasn't well-rounded. Um, my nutrition was like, I mean, you know, late night pizzas and burritos in college and, you know, probably wasn't whose was not right. I mean, Mine was. And then, um, I had a terrible relationship with food. I also had a terrible relationship with fitness because I thought more is better. Um, and then food less is more and my mindset, like I didn't have confidence and, um, the things I had. And, um, but then as I learned and grew, my nutrition got better. My fitness got more efficient. It didn't get more longer. It got more efficient and my confidence built And I gained more muscle and I had less body fat because of all those things. So my body weight actually went up, but I got smaller, shocking. And so, but I'm also feel better mentally. So like, that's the win. I mean, I vanity, sanity and health, right? My health is better. My mindset is better. And I look better. 
I mean, win, 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 win. <laughs> so good. So good. Like really inspiring. Like we could talk for hours about this. Like, I just yeah. think it's awesome. Like all the stuff you're doing. So can you share before we go into like fun facts about you and all the other cool things you're doing, how people can follow you on social and uh, get in touch and check out your app on your website? Yeah. So I recently just kind of started jumping into the world of social media because I am, I don't know if I want to date myself. I already did. I said I graduated college in 2001. So, you know, I'm in my 40s. So the the social media world is a little <laughs> scary place, but uh, I um, am on Instagram. Everything is just Lauren Martin fit. You can find me on, I just started TikTok too. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Instagram, <laughs> uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, everything is uh, Lauren Martin fit. And you can just reach out via any social media channels. My website is laurenmartinfit.com. So that's easy to find as well. Um, and you can set up a consult, email, whatever's the easiest way for you to contact me, I will get back to you. <laughs> and very quickly, that is Lauren. Very quickly. I'm always 24 hours or less. And if I don't, it means it fell below the line. So just ping me again and I'll reach right back out. <laughs> for sure. And also too, can we just talk about, so you have the two different programs, you have the nutrition fitness and then the combo. Can you just briefly talk about that quickly? Yeah. So I have a fitness only where, you know, daily workouts, combination of cardiovascular and strength training every single day, seven days a week, there's a mobility day. Um, and they're, they're manageable 30 to 45 minutes. Um, and if done, like we talked about consistently over a long period of time, you will see results. Then the nutrition where it's meal plan, recipes every week, online um, forum every day, I post a daily tip for both fitness and nutrition to help. And I do a weekly one hour zoom call with everybody for question, answer and support. So those are separate programs, or you can bundle them together, which I suggest because I think nutrition and fitness, like I talked about is how you will see the most results. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I also recently just started the starter program because a lot of people got a little overwhelmed with working out every single day, which I totally get. So it's three times a week and it's really a foundation. I teach the movements, um, via video. So full length video, I do it with you, which I'm getting exhausted from doing extra work, but I do not mind to help you. And, uh, that's your kind of foundation. So you can get those habits started before you enter into my fitness program. Awesome. And Lauren walks her walk and talks her talk. Like everything that you do, you've done on yourself, which is so important. I really validate that about people too. It's so important. Yeah, I do. Everyone always asks me, they're like, well, what do you do for a workout? And I'm like, I do my program to a T. Sometimes I have to do a little less because my kids need me. So I don't do more. I do the exact program. I follow it to a T. So it's working for me. So <laughs> love it. Okay. Everybody needs to check it out. Okay. Let's talk about fun facts about Lauren. So you are writing a children's book. Well, you have it already, right? You're yeah, it's already written. I yeah. actually have, um, I have 10 of them. It's a series. It's a fitness and nutrition children's series book. Um, I have three kids, so they're just turned eight, just turned five, just turned two. So, um, I would love to say I do a lot of reading to them, but it's not my strong suit, but I, would love to read them books that I like. So I created some books that is, um, they're all superhero based and they're these superheroes that like their uh, superhero uh, powers come alive when they eat well and they um, exercise. And so, so it's creative. really so yeah. creative. And I love how you're expanding with kids, like to see what your kids already are doing. Like is so, it's so awesome. Like it's so important. I think it's great. 
And they really learn these healthy habits um, that's like we all know that are going to go for the rest of their life. So it's super, super important. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. It's so true. And then also too, you're writing a nutrition book. Yes. Um, So what do you (laughs) find? Well, because I save all my time batch cooking away (laughs) and doing efficient workouts. (laughs) No. um, So my nutrition book, yeah, it's just kind of outlining my whole program and then giving, um, it's going to have a week full of recipes and just kind of breaking it down. So people in my nutrition program can have like a hard copy full of it. I'm actually working on too, um, I call it a keep growing and we haven't talked about this yet, Jackie, but a keep growing binder, like kind of like a brain dump journal where you can schedule out your day, schedule out your nutrition, and then all your ideas that, um, come along when you feel inspired and transformed. Um, so that's, that's on the horizon too. I love it. Always with ideas, Lauren. That's like, your too. I'm like, when do you have time? <laughs> and then of course you're writing a fictional novel, which is so exciting too. Like how you have time. I have no idea, but this is really, yeah, my, my fictional book is almost done. I've been working very hard on it every single night. I have 45 minutes a night. I work on that and, um, we're getting down to the, the end and I got to figure out the ending of it. So it's very exciting. Very exciting. You're doing all the things. All of yeah. them. So awesome. And you like, I feel like you're creative already. And this just brings out like a whole nother creative side to you. I feel like, well, you know, the thing is the writing, um, has actually been so fun for me because I've always been such an athlete and fitness focus that I, I never really tapped into this, like really like creative side of myself. But now that I am, and I think it's because I've done all this work mentally on myself, it's like inspiring me this like creative side. And I actually kind of like it a little bit more than my fitness side, to be honest. Well, I think you're using a different part of you now, which I think like you've you've done all the work to the fitness part of your career. Now this is like the next part, right? Like that's really exciting. So cool. All right. So I love this too about you. So you're a morning person and by 7 p.m. Lauren is out for the count. (laughs) Yes, I've always, I've always been a morning person. I think it's like, you really are like, I think you can become more of a morning person and you can become more of a night person. But I think like people are like, they're set. Like my husband's a night person. I'm a morning person. Um, but yeah, seven 30, I put my youngest down and then I lock my door. Like, I'm like, no kids come in like done. We are done. My husband puts the other, the boys to bed. And, um, that's when I do my like little writing and like, but I'm out. Like sometimes I fall asleep writing on my computer. Yeah. But like, um, what time are you up in the morning? You're up at like, 4:30. I get up at four 30 every single morning. Yep. Real. I'm very scheduled too. And I think that's a huge part of being successful, especially if you're a busy working parent um, or busy doing anything. Even if you're not a parent, um, schedules and routines really work and your body really thrives on those. Agreed. Like, so well, cause you always hear like really successful people start in the morning, like early. You're absolutely right. I feel like I've heard that forever. So yeah. And you can wake up, like I do this thing, um, you know, when I wake up, I always like, I I find a quote that's positive. I put on some music that makes me feel good. Like whatever I'm feeling that day, sometimes I'm even like mad. So I put on like rage music, but it makes me feel better somehow. And then I move my body immediately every single day. Even if I'm not working out, I'll move it for 10 minutes. And I find that having those habits and routines really set you up for the day. I think it's also really important with the structure of like setting boundaries with your kids, right? Like you're giving me insight too of like, I get up before they're up, right? Because they wake up what, at like seven, I'm assuming? Yeah, they they wake up between 6.30 and, or 6.30 and 7.30 for the most part, kind of fluid. 
Yeah. So you have those few hours in the morning. You were, you even train before they're up, right? Some- yeah. So I work, yeah, I wake up at four 30. Um, and then I get my workout in from four 45 to five 30. Usually sometimes I can push it to five 45. If I really want to get an hour in, which I really don't have that luxury anymore. Cause then I have to feed the baby. I got to get everything ready. And then I start training people at six every single day, except for Sundays. And so my kids, my boys, They've learned if they get up and I'm working outside um, at my outdoor gym or in my basement indoor gym, they they get their own breakfast, they get themselves dressed, and they get to watch a show until the nanny or babysitter comes at 7:30. So I'm um, in the baby sleeps until 7:30 when she comes. So they've kind of learned that independence too. And That's really important um, though. So good. Now, what went into that training process just from mother to mother right now? Like what how long did that take to really get like adjusted? I, I gotta say it was just like forced because pandemic happened and I was working and my husband, um, he's a teacher. So he was on zoom, um, actually, and he's not a morning person. So he would sleep in and <laughs> he wasn't much help anyway in the morning. So, uh, I would be like teaching my zoom classes downstairs in the basement and the kids were like, Hey, and I'm like, shh, shh. <laughs> so they kind of learned that, um, it was kind of forced. <laughs> so I mean, there's no, that's there's kind no- of what has to happen, right? Like, so thank you for that insight because I think a lot of new parents need to hear that too. Like they feel good. Yeah, and, I, yeah, I and it's that. boundaries. And I think, you know, they know where I'm at. Like if yeah. they really needed me, I mean, I have been teaching zoom classes and I'll be like, hold on, I got to go wipe somebody's butt. And I'm just like, shoot. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it is what it is, but that's, that's, that's real talk. Like I, I appreciate that. And I think a lot of new parents listen. So like, I think that's really good advice. It's hard. It is. It is very, very difficult. It wasn't, it's not natural, but um, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Wait, so this was one fact that I learned about you when I was reading through fun facts about your gymnastics, like that you were, that gymnastics was your number one sport growing up. Yes. I loved gymnastics. So I started doing gymnastics at three. I was competitive in it until I basically until I got tall and then awkward and started falling on my head because you start doing backflips and you're like, you're, you're, you're taller. So what was I mean, your I'm, favorite part of it? Like, did you do the bars? Did you do like, what was your thing? Uh, floor and beam were my favorites. Love um, it. I love walking on my hands. I still can walk on my hands for like two minutes. It's like a party trick. And, um, I love it. And I still teach people and all gymnastics is, um, no, this is a good fun fact is mastery of your body movement. So even squatting, even lunging, push-ups, pull-ups, that is all gymnastics planking. Um, it's just mastering your own body weight in space and your body weight weighs more than a 10 pound dumbbell. So if you can get strong in your gymnastics or your mastery of your own body weight, you're going to see more results than doing 10 pound bicep curls. I told you Lauren's full of nuggets. So good. Let's just say you weigh 200 pounds and you squat 10 times. You just did 2000 pounds of squatting. So fun fact, very fun fact. I never like, I feel like I, so do you think Casey's going to end up doing gymnastics too? Uh, yeah, she, I've already enrolled her. Like, I don't know if you've seen, and you guys have to see the TikToks, but this, I've only done a few, but she's the only two just turned two and she can do grab on the rings and do flips. She can already do a handstand. And then my five-year-old's like a little, we, we just signed up for competitive ninja warrior. Cause he loves it. Cause they watch me, you know, they watch it. They love it. And I love how you set up your backyard for this whole extravaganza. Like it's pretty awesome. (laughs) Well, I was at a a client's house and they were redoing their pool and the guy had the, like the paver there. And I was like, Hey, do you think you would come over and pave my backyard and install like a big, like gym? And he's like, sure. And so like the next week he like came over and just like paved my whole yard. 
freaking so awesome. Yeah. And it happened quick. Like what a Lauren to a T concept. <laughs> oh so yeah. Cool. It was like Monday. And then he, I'm like, can you come Friday? <laughs> I was like, how much is that going to cost? He's like, uh, I don't know. And then I'm like, whatever. Yeah. It all worked out. Obviously freaking awesome. Yeah. Now I use it. And like the good thing is I can train people when my kids are sleeping and, um, they know I'm right there. So I get to work from home. I actually have the best of both worlds right now. I get to like work from home and be with my family and then also teach my kids. My son just recently, um, he's like, Hey mom, when are we going to get some merch? So I told him he could work for me and like help me with my merch. I love it. To learn some business skills too. That's adorable. That's so awesome that like when your kids like look up to you and like want to be involved in what you're doing, that's so for now. (laughs) Well, enjoy it now, right? Like that's the point (laughs) for sure. Okay. I want to play quick game time. There's no rush with like how fast you have to answer. It's just a fun way for us to answer. All right. What is Lauren's go-to meal? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Ooh. I don't know. Give us one for each if you could think of it. That well, way. so breakfast for sure, like egg bake, like super easy. Um, I mean, love it, love it, love it. But my ultimate favorite food is peanut butter for sure. Huh. So what do you yeah. eat it with? Oh, I just like spoon it right in my mouth. Yeah. Do you have like a go-to I'm, type of peanut butter? Uh, yeah, all natural, crunchy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just because like, I love peanut butter. So like fill me in on some good ones. <laughs> yeah, like, you got you do gotta be careful because like peanut butter is calorically dense, we'll call right, it. Right. And so, you know. Moderation. But I, I I probably have peanut butter every single day. Yeah. Good fun fact. All right. Yeah. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? If you only had one, like what would be Lauren's go-to outfit? Oh, red. Like find your fire, <laughs> man. Like so good. <laughs> Like I'm all about like, yeah, you gotta like burst. Yeah. So good. Where is your favorite place you've ever traveled to and a bucket list place you've never been you want to go? My uh, favorite place, like right after college, uh, me and one of my best friends like went to Europe. We like basically just went there and took our money and we were like, we're just going to go until our money runs out. Um, And it was like, awesome. We started in uh, Germany and we did Austria and Italy and France and all these cool things. And we would like, if we ran out of money, we just like poured beer at local like places and made money. It was fun. Very good. That that was great. I would love to go to Greece. I've always wanted to go there. Anywhere hot. Like I do not like cold weather. I do not know why I moved back to Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I hate the cold. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. So anywhere warm, tropical, even the hotter, the better, the more humid, sweat, hundred degrees. Like, I don't even care. Give, give it all. I'm all about all it. it. Like yeah. bake me. I love it. Heat. <laughs> like put up like in the summer, put up the windows in your car and just like steam yourself. That's my, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh my God. You crack me up. That's hilarious. <laughs> Okay. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Ooh. I, know. <laughs> there could be more I don't know why. I don't know why Chris Hemsworth comes to my mind right I away. Thor. I mean, yeah. who would not want to hang out with Thor all day long? I agree. I agree. His brother. There are so many, cool. many, many reasons on yeah. that one. <laughs> But I was even thinking like his brother's good looking too, the both of them, you know, Lisa I know. I mean, boy. but from like, uh, oh geez. I mean, but from an actual like person who's, uh, you know, smart and sophisticated, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I'll have to get back to you on that one. But I mean, anyone who's like super inspiring, I mean, who's like made it, I mean, there's so many out there. I mean, even like Oprah would be so cool to me and like people who just like, 
created this like brand and like became like inspiring to people. Um, I'm sure there's so many, I mean, I don't know why I thought of Oprah, but like, because um, she has multiple things that she does, like exactly what you do. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. But, but Thor, I think Thor over Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love all the Avenger movies. He's definitely one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, so, good. Lauren, this is so <laughs> fun. Can you share again how everybody can follow you on socials and get in touch? Yep. Everything's Lauren Martin fit, uh, Lauren Martin fit.com. I think that's it. Yeah. And just email me, you know, slide. What do they say? Slide into your my DMs. <laughs> exactly. That's it. I don't even know if that's like a cool thing to say. Probably not. Um, but so. that you can email me, you can, you know, all my information's all out there. I'm happy to help any way that I can. Thank you. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in to becoming next on scene and stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.